Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Holla back at your boy. It's the Every Day is Saturday podcast, the number one motivational podcast on the planet. Let's dive right into the show. Um, well, you know, I, I say all that. I get excited. It's, it is a very motivational, inspiring podcast. And this one will be as well. But I got to share with you a story. Uh, I just got to share this with you. And I wanted to inspire you to have that sense of urgency in your life because we all have an expiration date. Yours may be coming sooner than you think. It always does, doesn't it? And uh, I got a message from a church member yesterday about my buddy Ron. Now, Ron, uh, I want to take you back a few years ago. I met him at church. We were sitting in the same the same pew together, him and his uh, beautiful wife, Karen. And he's just such an amazing, just a great personality. He, it's almost like... You ever see these people that they're always smiling, they're always in a good mood, they always have something great to say and think, hey, man, is that real? Like, I get it, I get it, we're at church, and we all got to be on our A game for 60 minutes, and then we go back, you know. But Ron was different. And the reason I'm sharing this message is I got a message about him yesterday that he's in hospice, and the dude's just a little older than I am. I mean, he might be maybe five I'll say 10 years older, tops at the most. I'm thinking probably five to seven years older than I am. And Ron said, hey, uh, I'll see you guys on the other side. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks because he's got stage four cancer. I don't know what type of cancer, but I'm thinking that can't. And I had I looked at the photo and I said, that can't be Ron. And it wasn't a photo of him dying of cancer. It was a photo from like two, three years ago. He looked just vibrant. And like, yeah, that's right. No, I have not seen Ron because I haven't really been back in our church since COVID hit. Um, I don't believe in going to the house of the Lord, living in fear with a mask on. It's just not the way I roll. You may be, you may feel differently. That's great, but I'm not going to sit in fear in the house of the Lord of a virus. So I just haven't been back to church. My wife and I do small group once a week and Bible study, and then we watch our favorite sermon online, and that's how we're doing church through COVID. And uh, but anyway, I've not seen Ron since last March when COVID hit. And it hit me so hard yesterday because I just could not look at that smiling face with just all of this zest for life. And I mean, he has a zest for life like very few people I've seen. And he never had a bad day. I mean, even the even the most uh, you know happiest people that I've seen and you've seen, They've had bad days. Hey, I was going, oh, not too bad. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Like, even the even the greatest mood people, you know, that you see, and they, they, they'll have the down. Ron never did. And, he, and here's another thing I noticed about him. When we sang worship songs, you know, in the pew together, he would always have his arm around his wife. Like, they were in love. And they were, they met each other. I think the story he told me was they either met in middle school or high school. It might even have been high school. And they kind of went their separate ways, got married to different people, and ended up finding their way back to each other after their 
uh, previous marriages just didn't go well. And they were in love. And you could just see them singing worship music in the pew together with his arm around her. And it was just magical, man. And I got that update yesterday, and he said, I'll see you guys on the other side. And that's it. And his faith is so strong in God that he is going, he will be, Ron will be sitting right there at the right hand of the Father, man, right there with Jesus. A faithful servant, job well done. And it just, it hit me like all of these stories do. And I just shared this, I think, a few podcasts prior to this one about, you know, in our 20s, we're going to weddings, and in our 50s and 60s, and later, we're going to funerals, you know? And it's the circle of life. And we start out thinking in our 20s, we're all, you got to get that first house, or maybe it's that condo you got, whatever it is, man, you're not renting anymore. We're not renting. Maybe you get your first car, and then you get your first promotion or two, and that's what life's all about. It's all about that stuff. It's all about trying to get your way up that ladder, whatever that represents. For me, it was going up the corporate ladder, and yeah, it was about getting my first house at the age of 24, and mortgage payment, all that good stuff. But then you get into your 50s and 60s, man, and you look back and you're like, none of that stuff matter. Boy, what what Ron wouldn't give for, I'm sure, another uh, Sunday service with his wife worshiping God, you know? And then I think of my buddy Lace, who turns 87 this week. He's blind, and it's just, man, oh, man, oh, man. And we all walk around majoring in minor things. So the purpose of this podcast is, once again, here we go, you know, getting that sense of urgency. Not a lot of people got it. And even after you listen to this, you won't have it. Because you'll turn the podcast off, you'll go into work or your business, your job, whatever that is, and you'll get caught up in that for the next eight to nine hours, and you'll forget about that whole other world that's out there. You know, um, kind of shifting gears for just a second, yesterday was my first day on the golf course. Not this year, not since COVID hit. Now, I mean, in the last 15 years, I may have picked up a golf club, I don't even know, maybe three times. And I'm not even sure I've played a full round of golf in that period of time. Because once we started having kids, I mean, boom, boom, boom. We had three kids under the age of five. Golf golf has a way of, hey, you know, four or five hours away from the family. I'm not going to leave my wife with three kids under the age of five. So I pretty much haven't golfed. And I was an avid, avid golfer. Like back in the day, man, even before I got married, I was playing all the time. And then when I got married, we didn't have kids. I was still playing. But I joined a country club last week. And my wife and I agreed we are going to live out. I'll be 53 in June. She's going to be 51. We're going back, you know, going back. Uh, and we're, I'm going to play golf a lot. She's going to join me out there. She wants to take up the sport. But we just want to get connected in a new environment, new people, new friends, networking, and start enjoying another phase of our life together, you know, post-kids uh, in elementary school. Now I realize we got a daughter just graduating kindergarten this year, but still, we'll, we'll just drag her along. Like we had her out there at the club yesterday. It was my first day yesterday, and I went out by myself. I went to the driving range and hit balls, and I had just no idea how they was going to be. felt pretty good, you know. Then I just said, all right, I'm going to go get up on the first tee. It's got to happen at some point. Now, it's a real one of these fancy clubs, you know, so they don't even have tee times. You just walk up and hit. And uh, the starter's like, oh, Mr. Crowley, you go ahead, which really makes me uncomfortable. I say, hey, call me Sam. Ah, we can't really. we got to call you Mr. Crowley. I'm like, oh, gosh, okay. That's part of the country club I really don't like. But anyway, Mr. Crowley, go up there. Uh, these four gentlemen said they'll let you play through. I'm like, oh, my God. I cannot go on the first tee. No way. I <laughs> My knees were knocking. But, hey, you got to do it at some point. It's been 15 years. Oh, my God, since I teed off pretty much. And thank God these guys, um, they're like, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, thanks a lot. So there was a foursome maybe two holes ahead of me, and these guys were behind me. But they were 
I looked back and they were kind of getting their clubs together and their bags on the car. So they weren't watching and nobody was watching. So I, I literally ran. I ran up to the first tee, got my driver out, put my tee in the ground, ball on the tee. And I just I said, oh, please, Lord Jesus, just don't hit a worm burner. Don't hit a worm burner down the fairway 50 yards. And wouldn't you know, I didn't hit a, I didn't hit it very well, but at least it went a couple hundred yards, a little bit of a hook on it, but it looked like just remotely that I knew what I was doing. I mean, just barely. And I ran off that tee. I was, my heart was beating. It was probably 150 beats a minute. I know it's crazy. I know it's, it's stupid. That was, oh, doing it again for the first time. And then once I started walking, because I didn't have a car, I just walked by myself, nine holes. It was beautiful, man. It, it just, it took me back. And all I kept thinking of was how grateful I was. That's all I kept thinking. I didn't care what my score was because it was terrible. I was getting eights and nines and fives and sixes. I parred two holes back to back. I don't even know how that happened, a par three and a par four back to back. But the rest, going out of bounds, into the woods. But I was walking this course, a private country club here in Cincinnati, just so grateful for life. And I thought a lot about Ron. And I thought about Lace. And I thought about these other, what they wouldn't give. Like what they wouldn't give to be out here. And I, I did not like the old me. And I think this is another part of maturing and how you're so, you know, just grateful for the things that you have. Part of me 20 years ago, I would have been just pissed off that I got a nine on a par five or a par four. I don't know what it was. Yesterday, I was just smiling ear to ear because I've entered a new phase in my life where I'm going to take up the game again. I'm going to walk the course. I'm going to meet new people. I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to get my wife involved. We're going to do marriage uh, this way. I'm going to have my six-year-old Susan met us out there yesterday. Uh, Angela brought her out. And they made dinosaur feet was the craft. They had craft night on Saturday night, dinosaur feet. If you're wondering, which I know you don't even care, but you take a piece of paper, cut it out, put it on your shoe, and it's dinosaur feet. It, I just saved you five minutes of what I could have done explaining that. But now I'm in a, dis- a different phase of my life. I'm not 25 again playing golf. I'm 52 playing golf, and it feels different. Life is different. I'm losing people in my life that were there a year ago. It feels very weird, and I have a com- incredible sense of urgency to squeeze all of this out before I take my last breath because there's going to come a day you're not going to hear the podcast anymore because I'm dead, and I don't want that to come anytime soon, but I'm not an idiot to think that I don't have an expiration date like Ron does and other people that just got – they got dealt a crappy hand, man. So I really want to challenge you. Before you get that expiration date stamped on you, go out and live your freaking life the way it was meant to be lived. Do things you haven't done before. Try things you haven't tried before. Speak to people. You know, Get out there and launch your message. Oh Man, I just I get so fired up. If I can help you do it, you know how to get a hold of me. Just get on my calendar, launchwithsam.com. When you're ready, okay, when you're ready, because we're serious now. We don't get on the phone and chat. We get on the phone and we mastermind and we strategize about getting this message out and launching your movement. There's no time for chatting. That was 10 years ago, all right, 20 years ago, and I wish I wouldn't have wasted so much time, you know. If you want to chat, let's, we'll, you know, we'll go to the bar and uh, you can buy me a Bud Light. But for now, if you get on that calendar, you got to be serious about your life, man. It is way, I mean, the stakes are so high. You're going to check out of this world. Are anybody going to Google your name and look at what you launched or no? I mean, what happens right now when somebody Googles your name? Is there anything out there for what you stand for? Anything at all? If not, get going, man. Let's do it. You and I, I'll help you do it. You got to be serious and have that sense of urgency. Oh, I just uh, freaked me out yesterday when I saw that message come across about Ron. And when he said, I'll see you on the other side, I know he meant that. I know he believes that. I believe that. 
you know, but I just, ooh, still, while we're here, we got to make the most of it. So make the most of the short period of time you have and make sure you add significance to your days. Let's do it. Let's have a day. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.